Welcome to the Strong Single and Human podcast. A real look at single parenting, how to navigate the ups and downs of life with kids on your own while keeping sane. We cover all manner of subjects from domestic violence, dealing with childhood trauma, through to fussy eaters and how to help your kids become resilient. I'm your host, Claire Martin. Welcome. Hey listeners out there. Just a quick note before the podcast starts. This week's podcast um, quality isn't that brilliant. There's some echoing on it and you potentially will hear me after I've said something because the actual, there's a delay because these guys are in the States and I'm in Australia. So apologies up front for, for some of the confusing audio that's on this podcast uh, today. But um, I hope you enjoy the subjects that we've got to talk about. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy. This week's guests are a mother, Emily, who has three kids and has been divorced 10 years, and her middle child, Forrest Rose, who is trans. I've invited them on the podcast to talk about their experiences regarding Forrest Rose's gender status and how they're dealing with the situation as a family. So please welcome Emily and Forrest Rose Berry. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Hello. Hey. Well, look, I've given the intro and um, look, tell us a little bit about who you are. I don't know who wants to go first, Emily or Forrest, but tell us a little bit about who you are, um, a bit about your background, um, um, yeah. So my name is Forrest. Um, my pronouns are he, him. Um, I'm 16, just turned. Um, I have been out as a trans guy for about, uh, I'd say like a year, give or take. Um, and I do color guard. Um, and I have two siblings, um, an older sister and a younger brother. And yeah, that's pretty much me. No, and that's awesome. Emily, I'm mom. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 I didn't yeah. say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. Go for it. Go ahead. So, Emily, uh, um, what about yourself? I'm mom. Um, I have the, the three kiddos. They're middle child here and uh, the other two and I have been a single parent for the last 10 years uh, to all three and uh, they actually my middle has uh, identified on the LGBTQI spectrum for quite a number of years probably the last three years okay I came out as um bisexual in seventh grade mm-hmm. um wow. 
And then that label ended up changing to queer because I decided I didn't want to mess with it. Um, But I've been out as uh, trans since ninth grade. Okay, crikey. Like, wow. And so, and so, um, when, when did you know, when did you know that you were trans or bisexual? Like, was it from a really early age or later? So I figured out that I was bisexual um, in seventh grade when I asked myself the question, hmm, would I date a girl? And then I was like, yeah, yeah, I would. And then that was it. That was the entire, I was like, yeah, yeah, I would. But I probably, um, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, I'd say I probably had a couple crushes when I was little on some of my friends that were girls. Um, so that's pretty much how I figured out that I was bisexual because I still liked guys. Um, but I definitely knew that I also liked girls. Um, and then I figured out I was trans um, when um, one of my friends came out, um, which is a very typical thing. Like a lot of the times one of your friends uh-huh. comes out and then, you're, then you start questioning. Um, but I realized I was like, huh, this is interesting. I was like, maybe I'm not like fully a girl. Maybe I'm a demigirl. Um, which basically means that you like still partially identify as a girl, but you also are somewhere on the non-binary spectrum. Um, so I tried mm-hmm. out um, she, they pronouns for a little bit. Um, and then I got kind of used to them. Um, and I tried out the name Rose for a little bit after having it as like um, an alias on a Discord server I was on. Um, and I was really connected to that name or that community. So I decided it would be a good name to use going forward. Um, it's now my middle name, um, which is cool. Um, and then after a little bit with the she, they pronouns, I switched to they, them. Um, and that's when I started using the name Rose. Um, and then after a while, I um, realized I was non-binary. I wasn't a girl. Um which is kind of interesting for me because a lot of times you hear um, trans people, they're like, um, they knew at a very young age, but that's not always the case. Sometimes it takes some experimentation to realize that you um, don't identify with your um, gender assigned at birth. Um, Sometimes it takes a little bit of experimentation for dysphoria to even develop because I didn't really have much dysphoria before I started using pronouns that I identified more with so it was like she her was okay but then they them was better but then he him was even better um but um yeah I've been using he him pronouns for a while now um since ninth grade so yeah um but I started using those after they them pronouns and then I realized they them pronouns weren't comfortable anymore um which was fun but now I use he, him pronouns, um, and I chose the name Forrest for myself as a more gender-neutral masculine name um, that I felt would kind of fit better. Um, I still like the name Rose, um, but it's um, seen as more feminine. Um, personally, I just yeah, see it as yeah. it's a flower, but um, 
you know, other people don't just see it as just a flower. They're like, oh, it's a flower. It's a girl's name, which is fair, I guess. But um, so it's my middle name now. Wow. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. So, okay. So that's, that was awesome. Did Emily, did you have any ideas like that this was all going on with Forrest? No. No. Not, wow. No, not really. <laughs> I kind of thought like one of my kids would probably have some questioning of some sort because I identify as bisexual myself, right? Yeah. But they didn't know yeah. that when they came out that way to me that I had that going yeah. on for myself, right? Yeah. Um, but the rest of it was things would just emerge and happen and some conversations weren't had out loud with me, but there were therapeutic supports in place. So there were kind of some missing pieces and communication that wasn't necessarily had. So it was a, it was a learning curve and a learning process altogether and a little bit of a surprise <laughs> on my part. Well, I mean, yeah. I was going to say Forrest, when did you tell, when did you tell mom? It took me a little bit longer to like fully come out to her. Um, Were you dropping hints? Were you like dropping hints and thinking, Mum, pick up on this? Or were you just getting on um, with things and sort of trying to work it out for yourself? I think I, I wanted to be sure about it before I told her. Um, so I was kind of just keeping everything to myself within my friend group, um, experimenting at school and within my friend group and stuff like that. Um, so I, I believe I ended up coming out to her like fully, um, during my 10th grade year, which was this year. Um, oh, so man. my ninth grade year, oh, I man. came out in the middle of my ninth grade year as rose to like all of my teachers and stuff. And then in the middle of my 10th grade year, that's when I had changed my name to Forrest. Um, and I figured out that I was a trans guy. Okay. So what did you think, Emily? Were you like, okay, this is cool. I'm bi. So, you know, were you worried? What, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you've confessed this in front of Forrest. So, um, yeah. To some <laughs> degree. I had concerns because again, there were some things that I didn't have um, an audience to, to know that that was going on. Um, not that I'm not supportive, right? Not no. that, oh. you know, but it's a matter of no, definitely. for me and not that it was their place to have this information and it was a parenting mistake on my part, right? But again, we do have therapeutic supports in place. I have counselors. They have a counselor. But when I said it, it was in conjunction with how I felt like when my oldest had gotten an autism diagnosis, all the things yeah. that you plan or think about, not that I want to live vicariously through my child. That's not it. Yeah. But you have things that you kind of see that you yeah. thought were going on or you thought you knew your kid 
And it's like that version of them kind of passes away. Not the entirety of your child or that you think, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, because I've got a boy, and if my son came out and said, um, Mom, I think I'm trans, I think I'm a girl, there's things that you see your children, like I Mm -hmm. would see him as, you know, all, and it sounds really cliche and it's horrible because it's all the male sort of things that I would see him going on and doing and, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the top of my brain, but my brain's not working today. But, you know, and I suppose it's like having a daughter, um, you see them having children, etc., and all of those sort of getting married. Same with my son getting married. Well, and- like homecoming, do we put on yeah. a dress? Oh. Like what are we doing? You know, well, it's whatever. Uh, it's whatever he wants really to do. Really stupid things like that. Because yeah, it, it's indifferent now, but in that first moment, because there was just really no for me clues to pick up. Because not yeah. only are all three of them on the spectrum, I'm on the spectrum too for autism. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. like social yeah. cues aren't really a fun friend of the party. Yeah. So I really felt like it was out of left field. Yeah. Wow. When it wow. when it went down. So because of the immediacy of it, I think that's why I had such a severe reaction. But it doesn't yeah. mean I love my kiddo any less or like I wasn't oh. going to support them or whatever. I just needed a hot oh. minute to like get my ish together. Yeah. yeah. But it still wasn't yeah. good of me to yeah. put any of that over here because they didn't do anything wrong. There was nothing wrong with what no. they were doing, who they are or what they were trying no. to be. It's just for real honest, like facts. I had a hard time like wrapping my head around it at yeah. the very beginning. Again, I felt like yeah. it came out of left field and I didn't have any signals. Cause yeah. also I um am still comfortable wearing like dresses and makeup and stuff. Um, because um we all know like gender expression isn't the same as gender identity. So I do yeah. still enjoy wearing skirts on yeah. occasions. Um so that just kind of makes it even more awkward because it's like, what? <laughs> um, no, but, but t- I have to say to you, right, um, so one of the people that I admire and I think he is, I don't know if he's a he or a she, I don't know if he's he, she or they, so apologies to Eddie Izzard if he's listening to this and I don't think he'll be listening to this, but I love... Mm-hmm. I love, I adore Eddie Izzard. I've um, bumped into him when he was going for a run in Melbourne one time. God love him. Um, full makeup as well, which was great. Love it. <laughs> like, I don't run in makeup, but he was. But he's better than me. <laughs> um, but, um, I, look, I agree with you, Forrest. Like, he wears skirts and high heel boots and he wears makeup and then sometimes he doesn't. And sometimes he wears, tra- he enjoys wearing, tra- he's, his view is, He's gender fluid, right? And he says, well, why should society define what I want to wear? And I think, well, you get bigger choice of clothes that way, don't you? I mean, mm-hmm. as a, I've got jeans on today, right? And as a woman, as I recognise as a woman, but I can wear trousers, I can wear skirts. I can. So I think why should society dictate? David Beckham is heterosexual, wears a skirt, mm-hmm. right? I sort of go, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. But, but, you know, I think why should... Oh, love Harry Styles. <laughs> but the thing is, right, why should 
why should society and fashion dictate what we wear? So I, yeah, look, I think if you if you identify as a him, but you want to wear a skirt or a dress or whatever, yeah, whatever, it's all good. It's all good. So okay, so. Why did you come out to your mum? Because you could have kept it a secret and you could have gone, oh, I just won't bother telling mum till later on, till whatever. Why did you come out to mum at the time that you have now, at 16? Why did you do that? Um, Well, it was sort of a matter of I was already out to my friend group. And being out to like one group of people, but not another is a really weird place to be in. Because on one Mm. hand, you're being validated, you're having your correct pronouns used and all of that. But on the other hand, because of that, you're getting used to that with this one group that when it doesn't happen with the other group, it gets even more uncomfortable than it would if it just wasn't happening at all. Um, And I've heard that same sentiment from a couple of my other friends. Um, But yeah, it's uh, so it was a matter of that. It was also a matter of um, I felt like she'd probably be supportive of it. Um, And also there are things I want to do in the future, like I want to go on tea, I want to get top surgery. Um, And for those, it's a lengthy process to make sure that you actually like um, to make sure that you have dysphoria and that you're like not going to like regret the surgery later or whatever. Um, there's a lot of safeguards in place for those things. So, um, if I want to do them, um, I'm going to need to go through like an entire process or whatever. Um, so, you know, I might need help doing that so I could get help from her because she knows how to navigate those kinds of things. Um, and then also she's my mom. So, I mean, I felt right telling her, um, so I figured it would be better if I just went ahead and. Yeah. I, I'm not judging. People tell people whenever they're ready. So, you know, like um, it's all, it's fine. I think the fact that you said she's my mum and I wanted her to know is, is great. God love you too. I, look, I think it's great. I think you, you know, as a mum, <laughs> we you all push buttons, believe you me. My son is only six and he pushes a lot of buttons, but we love you to bits and we would never be without you ever. And that ain't gonna that ain't gonna change. Well, you know, we love you no matter what. Um and it doesn't matter what you and who you think you are and what you want to do in your life. I mean my son could be I shouldn't say this on here because I might offend bin men, but my son could wanna empty bins all day. I wouldn't care. As long as he's happy, right. I don't really care. Right. You know, I don't know if I'd want him to be a lawyer or a doctor because they're a bit stressful. But you know, uh-huh. hey ho, yeah. you know. And I think I'm, too, I'm sort of that. I'm sorry. I was gonna say. I think no, too. No, no. It doesn't matter like how um, in tune you are with like how you feel about say political issues per se or human rights as a whole. Yeah. When it's the proximity, and it and it takes place, and you weren't expecting it. It does take a whole different thing. And I just want to be open and honest about that, that you do go through some deep feelings of mm-hmm. acceptance and adjustment. I don't care how cool you are with, with stuff. Like that's still in your brain. Some stuff's going on because that's your baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. And it might take yeah. you a hot minute to kind of work through a few things in your head. 
doesn't mean again yeah. that yeah. I love my baby any less or that I was not going to support them. But no. don't contain the guilt as a parental unit because you needed to process something. Is my point because mm. you're still human. Like you might be a parent, but you're still a human being that needs to process things when you get information. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did, Emily? Um, sorry, Forrest, because it seems really awkward talking about you when you're there. And uh, <laughs> but Emily, <laughs> Emily, did you, um, did you go anywhere to help you process? What was going on? So did you did you Google God love Google, but did you Google anything? Did you go and talk to anyone? Did you um try and help you process what was actually happening in the family and your and that the dynamic is was changing basically? Dynamic was changing basically. Um yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Um yeah. not anything more than the supports already had in place because I do have a okay. couple of counselors, one that is trauma center and one that is strictly, uh, you know, just CBT. And then I have a yeah. group session each week. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, but okay. outside of that, so you not had specifically the support geared to LGBTQ. Yeah. 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 No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Would you advise somebody to, if they hadn't got the support network to actually go and talk to somebody oh, go and mm. search out those groups to actually understand um yeah no that's fair absolutely. that's fair no especially if they don't okay. have any experience previously with any lgbtqi groups whatsoever yeah. i do want to say though um is be cautious about which groups you find because there mm. are like um a couple parenting groups like when I can think of like an example of one that isn't super great um is the parenting group that was interviewed in a study about rapid onset gender dysphoria the study was done on a um transparent support group but um that forum was actually full of parents who were not fully accepting of their children or had not fully come to terms with it. And a lot of their views geared more on the transphobic side. So that study is actually oh. invalid because of the bias of um, the people they were using um, because the person who did that study actively sought out those types mm -hmm. of forums so that way they could prove themselves wow. right rather like, than find the facts. Yeah. So I just wanted to say, like, be careful about what forms you find. Be careful about the information you're finding. Um, do, like, do your own digging to make sure that the data that's being presented is accurate and yes. trustworthy. Yeah. Yes, like look so, at medical yeah. research and stuff. Yeah. So, Forrest, where where do you suggest parents go um, to get more information, to get educated? And it's about getting educated on what's actually happening um within their child basically um because is it because i'm just trying to think because sometimes it can be difficult when you've just first heard something to then have that still have an open conversation with your child right for whatever reason and it might be a myriad of different reasons that you're coming to adjust to everything um and in a way i suppose it's a bit like ending a relationship as such like ending a loving relationship um, with like a partner because um, you had all the hopes and dreams and then you haven't got those hopes and dreams, but you still got your child there and you still, you're like creating new hopes and dreams with the, the new person that they are. Mm -hmm. um, where do you suggest that parents should go 
to get valid education that's not um, biased. So there are a couple of resources that um, are really good for this. Um, one person that I can think of off the top of my head um, is a YouTuber that I really enjoy called Jamie, Jam, Jamie Dodger. Um, he's a UK-based YouTuber, um, and he's a trans man. Uh, he has some great educational videos on um, what being transgender is. He also has some funny videos on his channel looking at different stuff. Um, but his videos um, taught me a lot, um, and he and he has a PhD in gender studies, so he's like a trustworthy source. Um, oh, oh, what's his name again? Jamie Dodger. Jamie Dodger. Okay. Yes, he has a YouTube Jamie channel, Dodger. Instagram. I think he has a Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Twitter uh, scares uh, me. Twitter's dangerous. Uh, it is. <laughs> it is. I don't, I'm so old, I don't understand Twitter. I don't understand Snapchat. Snapchat is for ordering drugs, as far as I'm concerned. So it's all good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've seen a couple Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, Snapchat, ordering drugs. God love them. Um, and I only know that because I interviewed somebody a couple of months ago who told me that. I don't know that personally myself. I don't order drugs from Snapchat. It's but that was what drugs. they were telling me. Oh, sorry. Who uh, your other... So another resource I would recommend, um, and I'd have to look at the website to make sure, but um, the Trevor Project um, oh, yeah. oh. for oh. LGBTQ plus youth um, probably has some great information on their website, most definitely um, has some great information on their website. Um, so these are those are two sources I would highly recommend, and there's probably more that you can find just off of them. <clears throat> and the Trevor Project actually has a hotline associated with it that is on the website. Oh, oh yeah, that too. Mm -hmm. The Trevor Project is a really good resource. Um, I'm I'm sure, I feel I feel sure we've got some in Australia too. I'm desperately trying to get these people on my podcast to get it out there to help parents and kids like you that basically you know are trans who want to come out who don't know what to do who need more information um etc etc so yeah no that's definitely i'm trying i'm emailing them like a crazy person but um yeah it's just me getting time them getting time i'd say another person who has some great videos on um his are more centered on like transgender rights and stuff. Um, and that's not what his channel's about, but he does have a couple of really good videos on just LGBTQ plus rights in general. Um, John Oliver last week tonight. Uh, yeah. Also um, John Oliver. I could binge his episodes all day, Facts. but that is more like um, US based. Like he does, he covers US news and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there is some global news on there too, but um, mostly in regards to like for those specific, yeah, yeah, in the U.S. But he does have some good um, videos that have some great information on, um, you know, how the climate is right now for transgender people and LGBTQ plus people currently in the U.S. I watched that episode. It was a good was episode. A good episode. It was a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm really excited so, about it. Wow. So that, first Pride too. 
yes. So that's awesome. And then, okay, and then what about, so that's, so they were good for you as well, though, were they, Forrest, to, to give you information? Was there anywhere, so if you are feeling as though you're trans um, or gender fluid or where, like where would be some good um, good places to get information regarding educating yourself as to where you sit. Like I know, cause it's interesting. You say you experimented with them, they, and then you sort of went, no, that doesn't feel, that doesn't feel comfortable either. And then you went him, her, uh, him, her, him, her, <laughs> he, him. Um, sorry, getting confused there. Him, he, him. Um, so it's interesting that you experimented and tried to sort of find out what sat comfortably with you while you were sort of like finding out. And at the end of the day, right, you're a teenager, right? I was a teenager. Your mum was a teenager. We were trying to find ourselves at your age as well. Oh, my God, where are we trying to find ourselves? Oh. Right? So I can understand you wanting to um, experiment with them, they, and see where you where you sit, basically, until you get to a point where you go, no, I'm happy, I'm here, and I know where I am. And and that should be classed as normal, right? So where did you educate yourself? Like, is there any, apart from the ones you've mentioned, are there any other ones? Um, some ones that helped me personally um, with figuring out where I stood and just figuring out, like, how the experiences in general. Um, there's more YouTubers. <laughs> um, no, that's a... Well, My son wants to be a YouTuber, so don't even go there, right? And he's only six. That's cute. <laughs> oh. He's even got, he has even got that. He will sit and watch a mate of his playing PlayStation 4 because they've only got a game that's got one player, so they have to take turns. Right. He will even sit and he will narrate the game. Oh, and through yeah. his narration, he will go, "Hey guys, if you really like this, um, if you really like this video and etc., can you just click subscribe and like uh, and click the like button?" He will even yeah. say that at six. So I don't know if I've been a bad mum and like he's been watching too yeah. many of these gamers, or whether he's just picked it up and this is what he wants to do. So he's um, ready. Yeah, that's what it is. Don't judge me, people. But I yeah, nice. No, God love him. That's my youngest one. He's already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think let's yep. just suck it in and absorb it. So sorry, <laughs> Forrest. <laughs> so sorry, Forrest. More YouTubers. Fire away. What are they? All right. So we've got Samantha Lux. She has some great videos. A lot of them are really funny, but she does have some great like educational stuff in her videos as well. Um, there's also Sam Collins. He's another trans man. Um, Samantha Lux is a trans woman. Uh, yeah. But Sam Collins is another trans man. Uh, he um, doesn't focus his video around, his videos around being trans most of the time, but he does have some videos that um, are about his experience um, being trans and stuff. There's also some good subreddits. There's r slash um, trans, but it's like a bunch of AIDS. Um, and there's r slash non-binary, um, there's r slash bad trans anatomy, where it's examples of, like, people not understanding anatomy, um, 
but I've seen some good videos on that subreddit where they cover like what the actual, like how it actually works. Um, so you can probably find some good stuff on there or just something if you want to laugh. Um, but there's a ton of places online that are really helpful, um, where you can talk to other people like, um, or just well, that was also that was also what I was going to ask. It's like, how do you meet people like yourselves that actually understand what you're going through? It, like, is it just going online? Are there groups? Are there Facebook? Oh, I hate Facebook groups, but are there Facebook groups? Are there like, um, do you just Google? I mean, I don't know. Google answers everything for me, but like, can, are there? places you can go to meet like-minded people like yourselves to actually try and connect and talk through things and learn from them? Definitely. I do Google a lot of things. <laughs> I've been trying to avoid using Google as a source, but I definitely Googled more stuff than um, you'd probably think. Um, but also, um, we don't use Facebook groups, but there are... Uh -huh. like, That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but there are um, Discord servers and stuff that you can probably join um, to find other people who are like you. Um, there's different like websites you can use to like explore different Discord servers and find one like that suits your interests oh and stuff. God. Tell me about these Discord servers. What are these Discord servers? So Discord is an app. It was originally made for gamers to be able to game together and like do that <sighs> sort of thing. But it's turned into a wide community. A lot of people um, more in my age range, some older people, uh, do use Discord. Don't say it like that. <laughs> no, by that, I mean. It's okay. Don't worry. We, we've been it's there. Bad. Don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. I we've only been say there. it like that. Old fogies. I only say it like that because there are some older people on Discord who are like chronically online oh, well, and need to, touch grass. <laughs> need to touch grass. Need to touch grass. Get out and touch some grass. It's it's true. That's why they're on. I Discord. know facts, yeah. right? But freaks. <laughs> um, yeah. But in basements overall, with pizzas, avoid... long beards. <laughs> Just avoid those servers. Like they're yeah. doing the weatherman song. I don't. I don't yeah. go on gaming servers because I don't want to talk to the people on there. Not that I don't play video games, but they're cringy. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's some stuff that goes on in gaming servers. So just not so much. Oh my god. Yeah. I. Forest, I should get you on. Forest, I should get you on again to educate me on all these new blooming things out there because I've just so learned so much in the last five minutes. <laughs> then you got people oh, running dear. their Patreons and then going over on Discord servers to offer support for that. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, facts. Yeah. So um Discord, it's really easy to make an account. You just need a Absolutely. verified email. Um and you can make your username whatever you want. It's not one of those things you have to have like a unique one. It could just be whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. you can join a public server. You can friend your friends and make like, like a private server with just them. Um, you can. Um, so are these like chat rooms? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
basically and on video a server, chat there's rooms like or just chat types. rooms yeah oh there are video yeah. chat rooms um and there are um just normal chat rooms on servers you have different chats for different things like you might have a general chat then you might have one for sending pictures of food you might have one for discussing <laughs> video games um you might have I've a voice chat for just talking it's yeah you, you might have a voice chat for playing video games with each other um you might have one for uh just like small group conversations That's debates you know whatever there are those two <laughs> you have to verify your age for that yes you do um oh, and then i'm old with so i'll be chats, getting in everywhere you can also make private group chats with up yes. to 10 people um and those are just one chat just normal oh, yeah it's basically like a group chat that you would have on facebook or instagram yeah um yeah. and you just chat about whatever yeah. um and then you have your private dms like you would on instagram or facebook where oh, you just okay. chat one-on-one -on -one with another person oh. whether so, it be a so this is the new whatever this is this is the new Insta and Facebook group thing. Then Pretty this much. is underground. This Pretty is underground I mean, Insta and Facebook. Yes, this is your universe. Awesome. Now. Instagram yeah. is still popular. <laughs> IG, yeah. Instagram is still but I, very popular, actually. What the flip? Instagram is like one little window into somebody's <laughs> world. And I look at it and go, yeah, okay, mm. my world looks like that as well on the day that I take the pictures for Instagram. But most of the days, it's a nightmare. Right. But, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So, okay, okay, let's get off this underground chatting world that I need to get into. I feel I need to get <laughs> into this. Although I'm going to be one of the old ones, Forrest, that you're going to go, oh, my God, touch some grass, old person. But... Anyway, no, um, no, it's okay. Just don't be creepy. Don't be cringy. <laughs> no, creepy. Like cringy Are that too. Fine. Everyone's cringy on Discord. I'm cringy on Discord. This it's is true. The creepy. It's the creepy. Yeah, the I creepy. feel that. Oh, I'll try okay. not to be creepy then. I'll try not to be creepy. Wow. Yeah, I'll just sit in the background. You don't. You don't seem listen. like a creepy person. Uh, I hope not. Jesus. You. You feel. Crikey, I've got a feel, podcast. I'll be you, putting you creepiness like, out there on this podcast. <laughs> you feel like a very trustworthy, non-creepy person. Oh, that's all right. Phew. <laughs> well, that's good then. So, hey, look, let's drag this, drag this back to what we were talking about. How has, so how has your life been since you've come out? Like, what are the positives about coming out and like just being out, out? out out as it were in the covid world um it's been great um i feel more comfortable with myself like before i was out i wasn't necessarily unhappy but i wasn't very comfortable in who i was as a person um mm. not to pat myself on the back or anything but i would say i was um like a generally attractive person just like i guess in like societal standards before I came out, like I was a pretty girl or whatever. But like after coming out, I feel attractive, like just by being me. Like I don't feel like I need other people to tell me, oh yeah, you're attractive. Like I actually feel attractive. Like I feel yeah, like yeah. I'm good looking. I feel comfortable in my own skin. Um, I feel happy with who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. um, 
negatives um probably just uh that not everyone uh feels comfortable with who i am as a person um i've definitely had some people um on instagram i've only had two um who have dm'd me or commented on my posts and been like yo what the heck is this um because my instagram handle is bruce the tree um so i've had like one person dm me and be like yo how can someone be a tree and i just kind of humored them because i didn't your sick burns man you're sick i just kind of humored him (laughs) i was bored um but the second person who commented on my post kind of hurt a little bit because he was using that one argument that was like you either have a pp or a hole he said which i just thought was funny like the phrasing of that was hilarious this person too like in my high school like can you not use the anatomically correct names penis and vagina hello <laughs> yeah i'm not kidding okay, understand what that is that wording she saw those messages too like i showed them uh, to her because uh, i thought they were funny. like grow up sir grow up so yeah. i've had generally well, that, unfortunately, like upsetting experiences yeah yeah look unfortunately you're gonna get like you hit you hit people oh, no yeah. matter what they just, they just don't like, like, I'm sure there's people who listen to this podcast who then slate it. And I'm sure there's people who listen to it, like my mum, God love my mum, who love it, who take notes on it, mother. Um, yeah, my mum will listen to them and listen <laughs> to mom. interviews and then take notes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, you're going to get that, like, it's 50-50, I suppose. Hopefully it's oh, yeah. 80-20, but, yeah, oh, that's a bit shit. What about school though? How is how have how have the teachers and kids reacted to you at school? Oh, um, most of my teachers school can are be pretty actually, cool. They can be. Um, most of my teachers are actually very chill. The only teachers I feel as though probably weren't as chill, either like directly or just um, I found out later that they're not super chill. Um, were my English teacher in ninth grade, my history teacher in ninth grade. And also my choir teacher in ninth grade is just like openly transphobic Mm. and homophobic. Mm. He actually banned um, conversations about gay people in his classroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because um, when I was in eighth grade, he had all of like the new ninth graders and a lot of them were LGBTQ plus. So they obviously felt safe in their choir class because he said himself choir is supposed to be like therapy it's supposed to be fun it's supposed to be something you feel safe at Mm. so they would talk more openly about who they were with their sexuality identity um whatever um and one of them actually was a trans girl um who wanted to wear a dress for a choir concert and he asked for medical documentation to prove that she was um like diagnosed with this and was actually trans before she he let her wear a dress Mm -hmm. um our school system has since um changed it yeah yeah our school system has changed it to where you don't need any of that like at all like you can wear whatever you want and actually it's encouraged to have gender neutral options um or just nothing gendered um but he's still He's going to take advantage he of any loophole. Any loophole he can find to like not use someone's preferred name and pronouns, he will use. Um, because our school wow. didn't wow. implement it correctly at first. So um, it had to be that you had to call the kid whatever it was in the system. Yeah. Um, it's possible to change your name and gender in the school system. Like 
but um, you have to have parental permission for that. So a lot of kids who are out at school but not at uh, home can't do that. Um, and uh, my fire teacher used the excuse like, oh, well, it says here you have to use the name in the system to not use people's preferred pronouns and names. Um, he got called out super hard. I told guidance about it, and I get the feeling they yelled at him because literally the week after he was on his best behavior, it was great. Um <laughs> Because it wasn't me, because this was in 10th grade when this started. So it wasn't me he was misgendering. It was my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was yeah. like. But you're supposed to feel safe at school. Are you supposed to feel safe at school and safe with you your are. teachers? And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're being bullied at school, you're supposed to be able to go and tell a teacher. That's what my child gets told over in Australia, right? right. So if your teachers are a complete. Oh, let's use a not. Uh, I will say they have a really good guidance counselor. Oh, yeah. The guidance department at our school is pretty chill. It's really good. I also want to shout out some cool teachers um, that are really supportive and really sweet. My ninth grade science teacher, Miss Ulrich. My um, ninth grade English teacher, Miss McDonough. My my 10th grade science teacher, Miss Can. My Burton teacher, Miss Kinser. Um, my color guard coach, Todd. Hey. hey. We love Todd. He's going to see this, isn't he? He might, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it if he sent it to him. Uh, send him the link. Send him the link. I need more yeah. listeners. I'm sending it to my friends. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, well, they're going to think I'm nuts because I'm an old like. They're not. Oh They've met us, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's all right then. Happy days. <laughs> We're probably going to make fun of me the entire time. It's, fine. it's all in that's good okay. fun. I'm trying to think other teachers. Um, what do they say at the Oscars when you've missed somebody out and they say, oh, and um, thank you to everyone else I haven't mentioned or whatever it is? <laughs> yeah, thank you everyone so else I haven't, I haven't mentioned. mentioned. I, I wanted to yeah, mention no. the one because they were really the ones. I'm giving them a clap. I'm giving they him a clap because really that's beautiful. They were really yeah. the ones that were like probably I think the most supportive. Um, mm-hmm. In general, their classrooms were a nice environment. They were um, my English teacher and um, Burton teacher were actually the two um, that asked for pronouns on the first day. Yeah. Um, in their little get to know me's, um, my science teacher was really chill about me and my friends uh pronouns and names and stuff uh she did her best and yeah 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 no okay so what would you say to um kids out there who are trans or believe they're trans or gender fluid that what that you wish you'd known that you wish you'd have known or done um so one thing is that um gender expression is not the same as gender identity you can dress however you want and that doesn't make you any less of the gender that you are um that doesn't mean everyone's gonna like interpret it that way like if you're a fab and you are a trans guy and you go to school in skirts and dresses some people are still going to interpret that as you being a girl. Um, 
which sucks, but that's just how it is. Still happens to me all the time. Um, Be prepared for questions like someone coming up to you at lunch and betting $5 that um, whether or not you're a boy or a girl happened to me once. Actually, they came up and asked me. It was really funny. Um, and what, was, and how did you deal with that? Um, I, I didn't, I couldn't think of anything snarky at the time. So I just said gender. I hardly know her. Uh, <laughs> um, no, actually I said, um, yeah, I just basically said, I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. Um, but my friend Cam told him to F off. <laughs> um, cause I didn't hear That's the fact that he made too. a bet on it. Otherwise I would have asked for the money. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? Just give me the dollars. Um, you're talking about. But he heard and he was having none of it. Yeah. Well, you have really good friends anyway. I do. I do. I really yeah. do. Um, another oh, thing yeah. is that, um, pronouns don't equal gender. Um, Whatever your gender is, um, your pronouns do not have to, like, match it. Like, if you're um, a trans guy, um, or let's say you're um, non-binary, that doesn't mean you can't use, like, any pronouns you want to. Um, You can identify as a demigirl um, and still use he, him pronouns or they, them pronouns or she, her pronouns. You can identify as a demi boy and use any pronouns. You can identify as a girl or boy and just use any pronouns. They don't equal gender. Um, we tend to gender pronouns a lot, um, because, um, it makes more sense in our heads. Um, Mm -hmm. but, um, I think it'd be better if we steered clear from that because, um, it can be really damaging to some people who um, use certain pronouns. Like one big um, factor as to why I stopped using they, them pronouns is because um, on TikTok, um, there's a lot of gendering that happens for their for, for those pronouns and for non-binary people in general, surprisingly. Um, there's like a whole stereotype that's been created um, that like non-binary people are like sweet and like cottage core and like into mushrooms and stuff. And I may be in two frogs and mushrooms, but that, that does not mean that I'm like super feminine. Cause that's another stereotype is that non-binary people are either super feminine or super masculine or just nothing. Like non-binary people don't owe you androgyny. They don't owe you anything except a little dance. That's, a, <laughs> that's an audio that's going around right now. And I find it hilarious. Non-binary people don't owe you androgyny. They just owe you a little dance, but only if you say the magic words. Oh, I love the magic words. I don't know the magic words, but Uh I'll figure them out someday. That's right. Probably. Probably, please. It's always the best magic word. But, um, yeah, you don't owe anyone. But you you can have really butch men, right? And you can have really girly, like, I'm female, right? That's what I am that's what I read but there are I'm probably the more male sen- end of the spectrum I work in IT uh, all my m- majority of my really good mates are men um I swear <laughs> I swear like a trooper 
I am very male oriented. I like doing male things, right? I like having male conversations. I don't like talking about cooking, flowers, fluffy stuff, all of those sort of things. But there are women who are really feminine who that's what they do and they do their nails and they go for facials and they, you know, I don't, you know, do all the girly stuff, right? I've never that's never really I do do facials and I do do nails, but like it's never really bothered me. And it's the same with men. There are more right. um I suppose here in Australia they would call them emotionally connected men more in connection with their emotional side and look i'm even saying it like so that's so bad isn't it but like uh, like you know but there are more men who are and there are other men who are so not in connected with their emotions and so out off this planet and so masculine and hidden everything's hidden and we're hoping that changes around very soon but that's like male and female and then i know raving queens who are the massive raving queens. And then I know other guys that you wouldn't think were homosexual at all, but but they are. Um, and, you know, same with lesbians that I know. And I sort of go, well, it's your own. It doesn't mean, yeah. Anyway, I'm going down a rabbit hole as well. So eh, it's all good. It's all good. So look, guys, um, I... How do you want, if people are interested and listening to this podcast and want to know more, how do you want people to contact you? Do you want them to email me and message me via the website and then I'll send them on to you? Or how how do you want them if they've got questions or they want more information? Does that sound cool? Yeah, that sounds good. We'll go out of Because I don't really want to give your, I don't want to give your email addresses out and right. stuff like that because, like, right. yeah, you know, let people troll me. I don't want them to troll you. And then I can, like, send you any <laughs> <Yes>. information <laughs> through because, um, you know, they're going to troll. Kind of troll oh, you're a mess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, really? You've got this much time that you can listen to my podcast and then call it rubbish. I mean, like, hello, go and do something nice for yourself. Don't slate everyone like you know you must have a really rubbish life if you've got to hate that oh much. bless their hearts i love that your responses go do something nice for yourself yeah yeah, yeah. go away that's go do wonderful. something nice stop being bitter and twisted and i'm really sorry that your life right. is so Maybe rubbish you that you have to hate them everyone <laughs> yeah yeah so look oh, hey um thank you for joining us i, I love how honest and open you guys have been thank you so much for coming i Thank think you you're so brave coming on here yeah. um because um look in this day and age unfortunately it is such a big thing to come out and say hey you know i'm i'm trans or whatever and i'm hoping that by me putting more and more of this out there that we start to not make it such a big thing and just that it's just what it is um i have one final question for you both this will be interesting <laughs> if you right. could have a superpower, I'll go forest first. If you could have a superpower, forest, what would it be? So I feel like it's a very stereotypical thing to say shape shifting, but surprisingly, it would not be shape shifting. Um, oh. I think it would be mind reading um, oh, or really? teleportation. Oh. Or. Oh. Having hang on, how many do you want? Amount, all of them. 
No, <laughs> these are just like my top three. It would be okay. having the exact amount of money I need in my pocket when I need it. Oh, th- oh, that would be the best. Oh my god, that would be awesome. So you go. Uh, I want to, like me personally, it would be, I want to fly to the UK and I want to go business class and I need, I don't know, 20 grand in my pocket. Thank you very much. Happy days. Yeah. And then you just have like a card and you just have it and you just swipe. Oh, I have never, God love you. I have never had that as a superpower in the whole year that I've done this podcast. That's awesome. So, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm taking that one on board as well. That might be my new superpower actually. Wow. I feel like awesome. Okay. Emily, you, what you, what superpower do you want? I'm sorry that Forrest went first because she's got quite a few good ones. He's got quite a few good ones. Oh, sorry. I cocked up there. Sorry. Apologies. Emily. I do like the unlimited funds with a pocket with the magic card. That is pretty nice. That's pretty sweet. It is good. Yeah. I might have it's to just good. put that one in, in the number two spot. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it would be the ability to teleport, but yet also be invisible with teleportation. Oh my God. You don't want to pop up and somebody have a shower oh. going on and you're right no. there. Wow. So you kind of need that little extra cloaking situation, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, know. I don't want to have to keep driving all these places. I just want to show up. So just like yeah, you I have the invisibility cloak like from Harry Potter, but yes. then you can also teleport. Yes. Yeah. Invisibility yeah. and teleportation together. Let our yeah. powers come back. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. I think it's awesome. This at this rate, we'll be making such a suit. We'll be having to write a superhero comic. Marvel, eat your heart out. That's all I'm going to say. Cool. We have yeah. unlimited funds in our pockets, so we're good. We're set. Oh yeah, exactly. Happy. They days. can't hit us if they can't see us. Oh. And we can teleport anywhere in the world with our infinite money card in our pocket. That would be oh, awesome. Right. <laughs> wouldn't have to worry about the lottery. Wouldn't have to worry about the lottery numbers for next week. Thank you, guys. Thanks ever so much. Look, I, it's been such a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much, uh, Forrest. Oh, you've been brave coming on here Thank and speaking. So um, Thank you for having me. Send it all. Out, send it out to all your teachers, all your mates. I don't get. I need the listeners, so it's all good. And hopefully they just give me five star ratings on Apple and wherever the hell you listen to this now, because my mind's just been blown on not going on Facebook groups and all of that stuff and all of this other thing. So that's cool. Look, thank you so much. Um, I'll let you get on with your evening because it's evening where you are. It's Sunday evening, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You've got to get up for school, Amara. What no, the hell? We're out. We're all done. Oh, we're summer. summer. God. <laughs> The pool's That's open so and good. we're ready to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's freezing here and the kids oh. are still at school. So, yay for me. Um, so, thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been a real pleasure. And, um, yeah, have a great evening. You too. Take care. Enjoy. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you would like to hear more, please hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. If you would like to support us further, share this episode with your friends and family. And finally, drop us a review on iTunes as I'd love to hear your thoughts, comments and ideas. 
it all helps me to understand and produce awesome content you want to hear just like this. If you want to check out our past episodes, write to us, appear on the podcast, or for links, resources, and show notes, go to our website, www.strongsingleandhuman.com. We are also on all the usual social media platforms, Insta, Facey, and Twitter. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I hope to see you back here again soon. Be kind to yourself and remember, no one is perfect. We're all just putting one foot in front of the other and doing our best. I'm Claire Martin and you've been listening to the Strong, Single and Human podcast.